A podcast about the CW's Riverdale that has finally seen the light of day for the first time in almost a year as the season five trailer has finally been released. I'm Alex. When darkness falls after a long time, it's like, oh yeah, I remember darkness. A bunch of (laughs) kissing happens in darkness. And I'm like, let's do this kissing stuff because it's dark time. I'm Justin. I'm Pete. And as mentioned, we're going to be talking about the season five trailer of Riverdale that just dropped moments ago here on the internet. Oh, man. Very exciting. I'll tell you, I don't know about you guys, but uh, not that this is the most ridiculous, most unprecedented thing, but they set it up as a YouTube countdown uh, video, which I don't think they've done before. Usually they just get to drop the videos on the internet and that's it. But there is definitely like... Thousands of people in the chat in the minutes before, and I started to get very hyped up watching that. It was very exciting. I, I could tell you were hyped. Your um, graphic representation on Twitter was was getting spicy uh, <laughs> as it got closer. Yeah, uh, and I appreciate it. It's um, fun. I mean, though. I gotta say, it is fun. And watching this trailer, I was like, oh, I feel like a part of my life is unfinished. I mean, my <laughs> life is unfinished in general, but specifically, this part is unfinished. Well, you wow. right I... after the season four finale, you died for thirty-seven seconds, right? It's right, and I was like, this is the end of season four. <laughs> uh, well, oh, I'm rising. I screamed, I'm... "Barchi rising!" and I came back to life. That St. Peter was like, come toward the light. And I was like, I have to see if Barchi's going to work out. <laughs> I'm glad I'm glad you guys are having so much fun. You know what I mean? That's awesome. It's nice to be excited for something, I guess, you know? Yeah. I'm just going to go the- back to my sadness cave uh, that's not a sex bunker. And, uh, you know, hopefully this won't be as bad as I think it's going to be. Oh, it's going to uh, get a sex bunker. Real bad. It's going to be bad. Yes. A sex bunker is often very quickly turned into a sadness case. I experience. <laughs> I'm Almost very worried. Yeah, when you bought yours, it said "easy convert" on the box. <laughs> exactly. I also I'm worried about Betty and Veronica. I don't want them to be mm-hmm. fighting. They're such good friends. I'm worried if they turn on each other, like what's that going to do to Riverdale? You know. Well, it's going uh, to keep going. It's almost like it's going to send it for five years in the future. <laughs> mm, maybe even seven. Uh, so let's. Uh, there's lots to talk about here, obviously. Uh, and we got a couple of tweets from you guys that I do want to leave some time for at the end about the trailer, about season five, about everything that's happening. Uh, but let's get into the footage because this is the first time we've seen anything from season five. Uh, Roberto Aguirre-Sacasa, the showrunner, said on Instagram, I believe, that this is just footage from the high school years. We're not seeing anything post-time jump here. Yes. So this is just what? the... Yeah, this is just the first three episodes Shit. that yes. are left you may over. Have noticed, the- <laughs> you may have noticed the story was only focused on the stuff from last season. Yeah. 
Uh, just to give the rundown in case you're not familiar, like Pete, one third of the hosts of Riverdale After Dark, a <laughs> Riverdale podcast, the first three episodes are going to be the leftover episodes from season four, probably with a little bit of rejiggering to make it work for the overall structure of season five. But that's the gang of high school. Then either at the end of episode three or the beginning of episode four, we don't quite know. Uh, things are going to jump forward seven years in time. And then the rest of the 16 episodes in the season are going to be the overall story, uh, presumably separate from the voyeur mystery that we're wrapping up at the end here. Now, in the footage, in the trailer, the main stuff that we get to see between flashes, we get to see a bunch of prom stuff, which is going to be the first episode. That's wait, the thing wait, wait, can we, what? Can we what? just Pete? take a moment? Yes. That whole trailer was just the first three episodes? Welcome back to Riverdale, Pete. Oh, my yeah. God. You got to be kidding me. It might just be the first three minutes of the first <laughs> oh, episode. You don't know. Oh I am, I'm not ready. That is some high-octane shit. That's, oh, uh, I'm not Riverdale ready. Moves I'm fast. not ready. Uh, I, I do um, think Alex, there's you... a lot that this trailer had to do, right? Like, the CW yeah. trailers, they're not... Sometimes they're two, three-minute trailers, you know, movie theater trailer length. But most of the time, they're going for 60 seconds, so they can cut them down to 30 for TV. That's all they got there. And here, they not only needed to be like, hey, Riverdale is back. It's sexy. There's mysteries. There's danger. <laughs> Look at all the characters you know and love. Here's literally one frame of Shoney. Uh, also, we got to fit in a New York Times quote for some reason. That's very important. Oh, no, way that was, no way that was New York Times. Yeah, no, that was the New York Times. Probably yeah, I, the comments I hear they're section. Actually gonna, they're going to be running um, New York Times quotes uh, through the episodes, too, right? <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> the whole right. season long. Yeah, I believe in continuity of Riverdale, it's the New York Grimes. <laughs> I, hope it's, I hope it's like pop-up video where it just kind of like New York Times quote comes up. During yeah, let's say, thirst trap. <laughs> who said that? I haven't searched this up yet, but I really want to know who in the New York Times is like, oh, my God, thirst trap. Uh, no. uh, Maggie Haberman, I believe, is a big. <laughs> yeah. But she was quoting Trump, so. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Trump always dropping oh, his thirst trap. Yeah, so That's most of this is concerned with the prom, but uh, I think the nice thing that they did here, because a lot of fans, unlike, say, us, for example, are not laser focused on exactly what happened in season four. That was a while ago. By the time it premieres on January 20th, it's going to be even longer. So they did a good job of reminding us of what's going on with the voyeur mystery while still teasing a lot of stuff that's coming forward. Uh, generally yeah. speaking, broad strokes, uh, what was your feeling coming away from the trailer? Were you hyped? Were you disappointed? Where, where were you at? Super hyped. I love the way this trailer, it really amped up how horrifying um, the last couple images from the season, um, uh, the season that we've seen already were with the masks, um, the way the episode ended right before the break. Um, it, it brought me right back to that. And uh, seeing those flashes of that, it feels like truly scary stuff that we're going to be getting. And, you know, we, uh, you forget that this is, these were the last three episodes of the season. So like the, um, the wild Riverdale meter is going to be off the charts from the jump, which has never been a problem in Riverdale, but I think it's going to be an even more just like whiplash into big That's action. That's what I'm worried about. Like, That's great. The, the trailer was such an emotional roller coaster of like these images like, no, yes, oh, what? You know, that it was like, if that's the three episodes, I don't, I don't know how I'm going to get ready for these episodes. Like just to kind of like speed watch movies. I don't know, like to get ready for this pace, it's going to be crazy. 
there's this trope in stand-up comedy that if you really want to get better quickly, start take your closer from your last best set and use that as your opener and build from there. Oh, and wow, that's what great. Riverdale is doing right now. Um, and I think it's going to serve the show wow. really well. Yeah, they're wow. referring to these first uh, couple of episodes as a tight three. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it really, it's interesting if we are talking about the mystery uh, what do we think the mystery? Uh, who's behind this? Because uh, when last last we've uh, sort of theorized about this, there's like the uh, Charles and Chick uh, mm-hmm. quotient, and that's about it. There's other smaller theories, but that's sort of the main. They're the main characters in this show right now who haven't really answered what they're up to. So there's a couple of things that add new wrinkles to the voyeur mystery that we see in here. And obviously with any trailer, they're going to mix up the footage. They're going to cut together phrases. So they seem like they're a continuous sentence when they might be from two entirely different scenes. But the things that I thought were the most interesting, first of all, my big theory coming out of last season was that Jelly Bean was involved some way, right? That That was my theory. Alex. That was your theory that Whoa, I stole. You guys should fight. Yes, you oh. stole my theory. <laughs> but I don't yes, know. there's that, no that, way of finding out who said it first by listening. A lot of recordings of it. There's a lot of recordings of it. All right. So your theory about Jelly Bean, I thought that was a pretty good theory. <laughs> Let's say that. Fuck then. yes. Uh, but in the footage, we see. I think two new shots, one of Betty and Jughead in bed asleep, and the voyeur is clearly inside the house now taking footage of them. We see a similar thing of Jelly Bean, a knife very delicately being rubbed on her face, and that either is a swerve to throw a suspicion off of her, or I think more likely she is actually being threatened by this voyeur, and that's probably what leads to FP leaving town, if anything. Oh. Uh, interesting. I went with the first when I saw the when I saw Jellybean in this trailer. I was like, "Why would they put her in here? A pretty small character in the show, a, sh- a character that we've seen pop up, not really do much, but it feels like the show has made an effort to include her in scenes mm-hmm. for a reason for a no reason that we have uh, been able to see so far. So I think je- this was a having her in the trailer made me think more strongly that Jellybean is involved here. Interesting. Pete, are you I, right in the middle on Jelly Bean? Well, I feel like, uh, you know, I think we've all had that dream where we thought we were a piece of toast and somebody was spreading, you know, like peanut butter or something. Oh, on yeah. So I feel I feel like she was dream. just, it was probably just a dream sequence taken out of context. Um, mm. But yeah. We should rewatch the trailer and see if there's any uh, butter or jam on that. Night. <laughs> yeah. uh, so there's that thing the that stu- I thought was kind of interesting. Well, the real, other real, thing- real quick on oh, that, yeah, real ahead. quick on that, um, just to finish it up. Um, then that makes me think that FP's leaving town because I, then the then the theory, if Jellybean is behind this, is that all of the fucked up things that have happened in Riverdale and the way that the Archie gang has been involved in them have turned Jellybean. She's just been watching this and it's like poisoned her, and now she's become part of this problem then mm-hmm. fp leaves because he can't believe that his family has been damaged because he hates jellybean he's like i don't want to be yeah. near her well i oh, think jellybean may go to some sort of uh institution or a juvenile delinquency type place I mean, I will say uh, there's a Riverdale novel called Poison Pen that came out recently that takes place after uh, this whole thing goes down. Uh, and who knows if it'll exactly hook up. It's mostly vague in terms of what actually happened after the Voyeur mystery. But they do mention that FP left with Jellybean. So whether he left with Jellybean to keep her safe or left with Jellybean to protect others from her, I guess we'll see. 
I, I would like to just say, uh, after doing uh, my real guesses, if I've learned anything from watching Batman the Animated Series, you mm-hmm. go down to the docks, okay, and you see if there's like a warehouse that used to make clown masks or something like that, and that's uh, you know where you start your investigation. Yeah, and we've talked about this before. Even though Riverdale is inland, it almost definitely has a bustling seaport somewhere. Yeah, that's one hundred percent right. Exactly. The yeah. river, the river, um, the sugar water. What is it? Uh, <laughs> Sweetwater. It's been a while. Sweetwater. Yeah, it's been a while. Uh, Sweetwater Creek is a bustling port. <laughs> Uh, the um, other thing that I wanted to talk about, though, uh, that I thought was really interesting with the voyeur mystery that definitely uh, perked my eyes up, we see a bunch of other scenes of voyeur stuff. We see something at prom that I'm sure we'll get to and talk to about in a second. But there's a new voyeur mask that pops up here where Betty and Jughead are at some sort of like flophouse rave or something like that. I don't even know what's going on. And they see a guy in an owl mask filming them. Yes. And then later on, it looks like the same guy in the owl mask is hanging from a noose. I think in the cabin that the voyeur was staying at last season and Charles and Betty and Jughead are watching him hang. So I don't know. It's hard to put those pieces together and figure out exactly what's going on, particularly because the masks so far have been like these comic book representations of the Riverdale characters. So what could any of this possibly mean? Uh, old timey um, comic book uh, characterizations, mm-hmm. but I think it could be like a Court of Owls crossover, probably. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What about Owl, Owls Tootsie Roll Pop? The owl is the the guy that's trying to get to the middle of the Tootsie Roll Pop. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's counting. Oh man, that totally makes sense. Uh, man, I, I don't know. I wonder if it's going to be another swerve. I mean, uh, just episode wise, I think we kind of expect that. The prom is going to be a lot of relationship fallout as well as some voyeur stuff. The second episode is going to be finishing up the voyeur mystery because they have this whole rhythm of finishing up the mystery and then dealing with the fallout. And then episode three will probably be whatever happens after that, them leaving town, graduation, etc. So I don't know. I'm very curious to see what's going to happen. I I will read a quick uh, tweet there. This is from Nick Knack on Twitter says, guy hanging is Mr. Honey. Uh, also says that's Archie that Jug punches. Archie tells Veronica he's confused, and Betty tells Jug he she chooses him, but it's the long distance that breaks them up officially. A lot of theories there. Uh, what do you guys think is the owl hanging guy, Mr. Honey, though? It would make some sense. Uh, he, I, when, when the season, you, I, you forget how much of the season was about Mr. Honey being around, and mm-hmm. I do think he's another character we have to find some sort of conclusion for here. And uh, there's a lot of dangling sort of the mysteries that were, quote unquote, solved. There's still a lot of characters around here that um, I think could weigh in on this. Yeah, my assumption was Mr. Honey was actually in that suit that they stabbed at the end of season four. But, hey, if they got a dead body, reuse it, you know, put in an owl suit. Come on. Yeah, yeah. Class. Exactly. Use the whole buffalo, as they say. <laughs> mm-hmm. Should we talk about the relationship stuff? I feel like that's the elephant in the room right now. What? Excuse me. What relationships are you speaking of? I think what I'm speaking of is Veronica, and we kind of knew this was going to happen, but we find it out pretty explicitly. Finds out that Betty and Archie kissed during the musical last season. Origin she, of love. She's sobbing. Uh, and also I'll mention there is a Betty Jughead love scene that happens pretty early in the trailer, but if you look at their faces, they look pretty upset while Oh, come on. on. 
They do. I freeze frame through the whole thing for science. He freeze frame through all of the lovemaking scenes. <laughs> just back and forth, back and forth, just to really check it out. You know what I'm talking about? No, I, I was know. actually curious about what was going on in that scene. Uh, and uh, so what do you think's going on here? Let's put together the pieces. And how do you feel, Pete, about Bughead's chances going forward? Uh, it's not looking good, but I still believe in Bughead. Okay. And, um, you know, I'm, uh, I'm worried. There's a lot of evidence to go against Bughead and, uh, yes. I don't know, you know, it's hopefully they don't crush all my hopes and dreams. Mm-hmm. What about you, Justin? Where are you at? Rejoicing? Um, <laughs> you know, in a game of spin the bottle, uh, when you land on Barchi, you're up for a good time. Um, and I think that's where we're headed here. Uh, Especially with knowing that the the time jump is coming, it feels like the most natural time. Because I do think it's not like the end of these relationships and romances are coming. Like, I think after the time jump, all the same factors are going to be at play. Just more time will have passed. Mm -hmm. Things will have changed, but they're still – the essential relationships are still there. And um, that will ostensibly be Barchi. Wow. Uh, I really hope after the time jump they have significant old age makeup. That would be the most hilarious. Oh, yeah. Uh, Hello, I'm Archie. (laughs) Hello. Oh, dear. This is a related question from Barchie Wedding Planner, who I feel like might have a little bit of an agenda on Twitter. Question your thoughts on Archie and Betty's future. Also, who you think will be prom queen? And I will mention, uh, this was spotted by some fans. I completely missed this. But in some of the blurry footage, there is somebody with prom king and queen crowns on. It looks like it might be Betty and Jughead to me, maybe, but it's very hard to see. I do think it's going to be either Betty and Jughead or Archie and Veronica. That's the best way to really drive the nail, to turn the the knife in these relationship issues. I feel like it's going to be Betty and Archie. Who are prom king and prom queen. Oh, really? You think the entire school ships Barchi as well? Makes a lot of sense. Anybody with any sense is really on board the Barchi train. I mean, I'm still pushing for Shoney, particularly because they did get that one frame in the entire thing, and I think that would be a lot of fun. Uh, But I I get what you're saying. I think if one of those couples get in there, that definitely ends up more dramatic. Uh, What do you think is going to happen with Betty and Archie, though? We talked about this incessantly, but based off of this trailer... Based off of what's coming forward, what do you think is going to happen? I think they are going to get together. It's going to damage all of their relationships. But then um, all of the um, the voyeur stuff is going to come to a head. Lives will be on the line. They will protect each other, save each other. But eventually, I think Archie's going to go his separate way um, at the end after graduation. So I actually don't think Barchi's going to be around for long But in this these three first three episodes. But I do think it will be... Establish it will be a hard capital L love relationship for a big chunk here. <laughs> Did you just call it big chunk for a for this big oh, chunk here? I thought you you cut out for a second, so it sounded like for big chunk over here. That's for big for Archie. <laughs> yeah, good old. Big I mean, he's chunk. sort of a chunk, a hunk. Yeah. He's so yeah. much of a hunk. He's a chunk. Yeah, he's right now. He's a child hunk, which I call a chunk. I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> Delete that out of the podcast. <laughs> Nope, that's in. Uh, hashtag chunk. 
Uh, now, I'll throw something out at you. This is getting away from the trailer, but I thought this was a really good theory that somebody threw out to me on Tumblr, uh, that maybe Betty and Archie could be friends with benefits after the time jump, which I really liked because I thought, A, that's a very 20s thing to do, but B, rather than having them come in on them dating or start dating after the time jump, instead, if they're having this casual thing, then Jughead and Veronica come back to town. That leads to a situation where they need to decide is this actually casual, this thing we're doing, or do we actually have feelings for each other and want to move forward with it? Which I liked, personally. Uh, Interesting. See, I feel like, I don't know if that is something they, in the current iteration of their characters, I don't know if that's something in them. Like, how is Archie going to be able to control his emotions enough to be like, (laughs) we're just friends with benefits? Yeah, maybe he watches the movie. Yeah, that could be. I feel like he's the kind of guy like, yes, we're definitely friends with benefits. Here are four wedding rings. And she's like, no, 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 it's not. That's not what it, it's. We're just we have sex casually. And he's like, I got it. Here's the house I bought for us to live in. And here are children that we're going to have. Uh, Pete, you probably want to talk about this on Happier News. Uh, your boy K.O. Kelly was in the trailer. Uh, this episode was. Supp- Did you notice him? Did you catch? Uh, well, well, then I'm saying uh, KO is going to be prom king uh, um, with Josie uh, to be queen. I I will say I love the idea. So this was supposed to be a crossover episode back when Katie Keen R.I.P. was airing. Uh, oh. where, uh, as a reminder, it takes place earlier in time, but we've already seen Lucy Hale as Katie Keen on the show. So KO Kelly shows up, has some sort of an exhibition match with Archie. Uh, I love the idea that he's in town to have an exhibition match and they're like, Hey, you want to come to prom with us? And he's like, yeah, sounds good. <laughs> I mean, it's very KO to be like, yeah, I'll go to prom. I don't know. Sure, no I'm just a palooka from New York city in this little Riverdale town, boxing, 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 Katie Keen. <laughs> uh, I'm excited to see him again. I think that's going to be fun. Yeah. Mixing it up with everybody. Uh, so that'll be a good time. Uh, other moments you guys want to call out from the trailer before we go to another couple of quick tweets here. Uh, Betty walking around with a gun, looking like a badass. Love mm-hmm. that. That was very cool. Uh, also, one thing I want to, uh, I'm just sort of looking through my notes here. Uh, one thing that I thought was interesting. So we get to see Brett Weston Wallace right at the beginning of the trailer, right? Who we know is yes. in prison now after season four. He has a line. His line is something's coming and it's going to hit you like a Mack truck. Yeah which I thought was really interesting because he's probably talking about the voyeur thing, but now we know the season five mystery has something to do with a rogue trucker who is prowling the lonely highway. So I wonder if we're going to see more of Brett Weston. I'm sorry, what? Yeah. There's like a lonely trucker. There's a trucker prowling the lonely highway in season five. Also some Mothman prophecies and stuff like that. Don't even worry about it. It's no big deal. Wow. Wow. I am not ready. Maybe Brett was just talking about the emotional implications of um, prom. Yes. He's just like, <laughs> prom's a big time in your life. It's like a Mack truck of feelings. You've exactly. grown up. It is. Um, I mean, does that is that to say that he's bound up in? Because he's pretty much not involved in the voyeur stuff, ostensibly. Right. Unless I mean, I wonder, it would be a nice way of tying the two season mis- season four mysteries together, right? Like if the Stonewall thing does tie into the voyeur thing some way. Which is something that they have done in the past on this show. Plus, I feel like that runs started at Honey, the, if so. It, it feels like we kind of, it started kind of at the school, you know? 
Um, maybe. I, I think we'll, I guess we'll have to see what happens there and whether it's just like an ominous saying or something else. Uh, and then the other thing that we should probably mention, uh, which a lot of people were kind of buzzing about, was Archie at the gravestone, probably talking to Fred about uh, saying it doesn't make any sense. Seemed to me, based on that scene, that he wasn't talking about the voyeur mystery. He's probably talking about Betty and Veronica, right? That's oh, what I think. Really? I thought he was talking about 2020. Oh, it doesn't make any sense. That's true, too. This year. This year, Dad. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's... I think he is... He is going to be in love with both Betty and Veronica in these first three episodes, for sure. And maybe the rest of the season and his life. Um so I, I do think that's probably what he's talking about. Uh, we got two tied in tweets here. Uh, this is from Summer W613 says, how do you think Veronica finds out about the Barchi kiss? Example, the videotapes, the looks they exchange at prom or someone cracks and tell her. And Sarah without an H follows up saying, look like there was a voyeur tape of Archie and Betty at prom. So I'm wondering if that's how Veronica finds out. Uh, what do you think? How are how is this all going to come out of prom? I, I think mean, voyeur tape. I think that's spot on. I think we're going to see some other people in masks who know about Archie and Betty. A tape will be revealed, and Veronica will say, Archie, what is this tape? I don't understand it. And he'll be like, it happened. <laughs> yeah, I, I was going to say either Archie buckles under the pressure like Veronica's like, why are you acting weird? You know, And then he kind of comes clean. But I feel like the tape is going to be the way the show goes. Yeah, that makes sense to me. I thought it was the song this entire time until I saw that footage. And again, it might be some creative editing, but I think we cut to Kevin and Fangs being like, what the hell just happened over there? So it yeah. could be a blow up in a song. It could be the footage showing off at prom. I guess we'll have to see. Uh, this is not related to the trailer, but a quick thing from Seventh uh, Fatum on Twitter. Do you know if we might be seeing any characters realizing struggling with their sexuality in season five? If not, which characters would you like to see come out, if any? Um, I don't have any information about that uh, necessarily, but is there anybody you'd like to see with that sort of storyline? Huh. I'm curious who that would be. I mean, I feel like everybody is sort of sort of comfortable where they are, if that mm -hmm. makes sense. Like, I don't know. I don't but know. But I think it would be cool to have, like, maybe uh, uh, Kevin's story influences somebody else on the, on the show to come out and stuff like that. Like, that could be cool. Um, but, yeah, maybe it's a good introduction to some new characters or maybe uh, friends of Tony or something like that. I think putting putting characters like Kevin uh, more front and center is more important mm -hmm. than introducing more characters or having more characters come out. Like we have we have these great characters who have already uh, put themselves out there. Like let's see them have relationships. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I totally agree with that. I mean, we know that Fangs and Kevin are going to be living together post time jump. I think that's great. Tony apparently is going to have a much more central role on the show, which is awesome and uh, well deserved. Um, the only character I could think of offhand, I know fans are always pushing like Sharonica, maybe that could be a ship or Jarchi or something like that. And that's totally cool if it happens. Uh, but there's the new character, Tabitha Tate, is entering. She's going to be working with her dad, Pop Tate, in some way. Uh, I would rather see her as a new character introduced and mix things up um, with the couples or with uh, romantic interests of her own. Um, you know, because at this point, at least from a viewer's perspective, she's a blank slate. So I think that would be fun. 
Yeah. Before we wrap up here, there's a bunch more tweets that I know we didn't get to. So apologies about that. But any final thoughts on the trailer, you guys, or things you're looking forward to in season five? I just can't wait to watch the episode when it premieres tomorrow night. Uh, Because they they wouldn't put a trailer out and make us wait any longer, right? Tell you what, uh, die for 37 seconds again and see what happens. I always do. Whenever these mics go off, I (laughs) immediately die. Pete, what are you looking forward to? I just, uh, I'm looking forward to hopefully not getting my dreams crushed. Um, I'm looking forward to some high octane, intense uh, show drama. So I'll have to get ready. I'll get, go out and buy Mountain Dew in bulk just to get fired up. <laughs> that's huh. that's a good idea. I can't believe we were making a joke about Justin being the one who dies for 37 seconds. <laughs> uh, I, I'm just excited. It's nice to see this show back again. And like you said earlier, Justin. We're starting off with three very exciting episodes that I know the writers are very excited about as well. I'm also excited that we're heading towards, and I know it's not the ideal situation, but kind of a shorter, more concentrated mystery with the rest of the season with 16 episodes that really gives them a chance to focus, uh, to get the overall story. They've certainly had more time to prep because of COVID and everything. Um, So that's fun. And I think the wilder and weirder they can make it, the more chances they can take. Uh, the better. Um, I'm excited. I think it's going to be a good season. I can't wait. There you go. Oh, no, 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 I cannot wait. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, can't, I physically can't wait. So, right. like, roll, roll season five. Roll season five. That's, that's, that's what. Thank you, said, Alex. Right? Jeez, I can't believe it took right? this long. Yeah. Thank you all for listening. We're, of course, going to be back for the regular season when it comes back on January 20th every week. I'm very excited to chat with all of you about that. In the meantime, if you want to check us out live, we are live every Tuesday night at 7 p.m. to Crowdcast on YouTube on the Comic Book Club channel. Uh, Check that out. We would love to chat with you about Riverdale. Uh, For this podcast, iTunes, Android, Spotify, Stitcher, or the app of your choice to subscribe and listen. Leave us a comment on iTunes in particular. We always like a good comment there. Uh, They are always appreciated. Socially, uh, at Riverdale uh, Dark on Twitter, at Riverdale After on Instagram, Riverdale After Dark on Facebook. Um, ComicBookClubLive.com for this podcast and many more. Uh, Until next time, we'll see you after dark yes after barchy darks fun no, sunrise no, hey no, hooray no. bye no. <laughs>